Welcome everybody. This is a candid conversation between myself, Martina Flor, the host of the show, and Elias Prado, the senior designer in our studio, the studio of Martina Flor. In these conversations, we're gonna be touching on different points that have to do with working um, in a creative business, getting feedback, hiring, working with students, working with clients, building a team, leadership, and all of the things that running a creative business involve. We hope that these conversations will give you insights in how it is to work together and what are the challenges that have to do with running a creative business. So, Elias, hello. Hi, it's nice to be here <laughs> on the other side of the camera, finally. <laughs> exactly. Elias is actually the, the one that has been producing our podcast episodes, mm. all of this, you know, during the first season of the podcast. So he has been behind the scenes um, running like the technical equipment and kind of getting the video done and he has done a great job and I, I thought that it would be a good idea to bring him in onto these special episodes of the podcast in which we have these conversations. We work together almost every day. Well, every day. Pretty much every day, yeah. <laughs> Not on weekends, but pretty much every day and I think um, and I thought it would be interesting to know what are the topics that you would be like you would like to discuss in this episodes. Yes. So yes. what are we talking about today? Yes, I actually was thinking right before we uh, we were shooting this episode that it would be interesting to know the transition that you made from being a freelancer to actually being an employer, right? Um, because I know for a fact, like I know a little bit about your your background before, like, I don't know, before creating this uh, space where we work together and so on, uh, that you have been working like alone practically mm. uh, for I don't know how many years, maybe like seven six years you have been working alone i mean you came in you came in in 2000 i think at the end of 2019 yes 2018 so mm -hmm. i've been working on my own for since 2010 like specifically in lettering mm -hmm. or i started the studio in 2010 mm -hmm. so it took how many years to bring you in <laughs> nine years nine years to bring you in but you were not the perfect first person that was working in the studio I think that you were actually the first person who came in to do the work that I was doing yes so you were the first person that came in to have you know to to put his hands on the lettering work that yeah. the studio was doing so that I think that it was that was new to me yeah. and you know before that we had uh, other team members like we had uh, Josefina yes. and we'd also we also had other um, interns mm -hmm. but you for you were like the first intern that really stayed yeah. after <laughs> uh, after interning here um, so yeah what would you like to know I, I have I have so many yeah. things to say about uh, you know transitioning from freelancing <laughs> to being uh, like a, a boss or yes. a business owner yeah 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 I mean uh, the things that I, I'm also I I'm not really sure how many people uh, like you worked with like mm. uh, because I know that you also have done like a lot of collaborations mm. like I know for a fact as well that uh, doing decorata you, you like this typeface that you that you have yeah. like a super display uh, typeface uh, you did it on collaboration with Neil from from Positype um, that's true but you also had another uh, person who was helping you with uh, with the design right yeah like, so that's interesting because that's true like before. I would say that in the years prior to you coming in the mm -hmm. studio to do 
creative work or mm-hmm. to put your hands on the lettering work, mm-hmm. I was already practicing on kind of delegating that kind of work. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy for me. Um, I always thought that as a, you know, as an artist, it was just very challenging to, to give up that part of the work. Mm-hmm. I always thought like, you know, I could bring people to work with me, but they should be doing things that don't involve creative work. Mm-hmm. Like the work needs to be done by me, mm-hmm. which I was totally wrong. Like I see that totally different now. Yes. And, and I'm so glad that I made that step of like delegating creative work to other people. Mm-hmm. But coming back to your question, like I was actually before hiring you, yes. I was sort of practicing with collaborators or other people um, how to delegate that work. So I was creating collaborations to create a font, for instance, and mm-hmm. um, specifically to your example, I was creating a font with Positype with Neil Summerer, who is the owner of Positype, and we were developing a font together. Um, so I created the design and he expanded the alphabet. And within that process, I, I brought someone in to help me expand that alphabet as well. So mm-hmm. I had someone in-house who would help me um, yeah, expand the alphabet and create all the masters and everything to create that font. Yeah. So that was a really, um, I would say like that was the first experience that I had on having someone doing the work that I was doing. But at the same time, when I look back at this experience, I, I feel that I was so much micromanaging yeah. this person. <laughs> I was like, I remember that I would just sit down letter by letter and kind of make comments on everything he would do. He was doing a good job, but you know, like I felt I couldn't detach for, from the work mm-hmm. as I could right now. Yes. Also, the person was not trained in the way that I would have loved to train the person. Yes. So. Uh, he was doing a lot of things like he would do them and not mm-hmm. like I would do them, which yes. is normal of working with the team. But um, yeah, but, you know, at that stage of my uh, of my journey, I wasn't ready to let others do my creative work in their way, yes. if that makes sense. But yes. that was a good um, that was a good experience. And it was also a good experience to realize that, hey, I mean, if there's someone that's helping me to do this work yes. is like so much easier. Like I could do it twice faster as I could. Yeah. Still, I was micromanaging a lot and that really took up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. And if I look back and the way I work right now with you, for yes. instance, where I'm not micromanaging, no. hopefully <laughs> as much as I used to. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a world of difference. Yes. and. But yeah, I mean, I had these experiences in between where I was training myself to to delegate more and yes. not micromanage the creative work so much. And also to learn that, hey, if I if I let go of the creative work at least a little bit, yeah. I could do a lot of other things that bring my business forward. Um, and that was an experience that really allowed me to take off as a, as a creative studio, yeah, like yeah. really from that time on. Yeah, the growth of the studio has been, yeah, very rapid yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of like the team members, the, the things we do, the projects we do, the impact that we have. And um, 
yeah, and I think it was thanks to that, to realizing like, hey. Yeah, being able to delegate things like in a totally. way. Totally. Yeah. And there's a lot, lot of things to unpack there. Like, I feel like I could like go on with this uh, topic for forever because like you touched on like uh, keeping sort of like the identity of your work as a, as a, not only as an artist, but also as an author, right? Like you're, you're, you're recognized because of the work that you do mm. and the way you do it mm. and delegating something as personal as that, as, as the work that you do, like uh, that classifies you as, a, as an artist or as an author. Mm. I guess it's, it's, it's quite challenging, right? Like, do you think like then for what you say about this, like a specific project with the Corata, um, that you can like still keep the same uh, sort of identity of the project or, or of the art and that being compatible with somebody else, like uh, putting his or her own input in that project, like? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, just to give it a little bit of context, mm -hmm. the, the Corata is a font that we created in the studio and um, yeah, that's the name of the font. And that's the, I would say like the first big collaborative project that we did and that I, you know, was the project where I introduced someone to work um, and to expand hmm. the the alphabet with me. And it was also a project where I didn't put my hands on mm -hmm. so much. And that felt so amazing. Like, like, <laughs> really, that felt, I have, you know, for, I don't know, for the first six years of my career, I have handled a lot of projects on my own, yes. you know, also like the struggles and the moments where you feel like, how the hell do I do this, you know? <laughs> and and that was the first project where I could really have a dialogue with someone or lean on, lean on someone to solve certain issues. Mm -hmm. Now, coming back to your question on how, I guess, how do you, how do you let the other person, when you're delegating work, mm -hmm. how do you let the other person put something of themselves yeah. into the work? And, um, and still feel that is mine. Um, I personally think that I did, or the biggest work that I've done as a as a leader, or as you know, as a mean to grow the studio, mm -hmm. is to actually sit down and think like, how do I want to do things? Yes. And or what what makes the way I do things special mm -hmm. and how would I like things to be done? And once I kind of decided on that, how can I teach other people to work in a similar way to align with me? Yeah. And I feel that, for instance, in your case, I think I really you know, I really work consciously on mentoring you and yes. shaping the way you look at things mm -hmm. as well and although you have um you have a specific way of doing stuff and when you do personal work mm -hmm. i can see a lot of like mm -hmm. elias in that yes i feel that when we work together you know exactly you know exactly absolutely. what language we're 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 speaking absolutely and i think that's 
you know, even when you can, um, you can have your personal style in the work you do and stuff. When you work for the studio, you know exactly what we're about. We, yeah. you know exactly what fits with the studio, what doesn't fit with the studio, yeah. and you know, there's no um, second thought on that. You yes. know, and I think that that was the biggest uh, work that I feel I had to do on, you know, kind of educating my team and yes. showing them how I feel that the things should be done, how I feel that we could have a better impact and yeah. And like let them work with that yes. because I think that the worst or I feel that often or in the past as I had other, um, other uh, bosses myself, I had, I have had bosses in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think what I what I regret the most or what I didn't like from those leaders are that they wanted me to just execute tasks. Mm -hmm. And if they would have briefed me and show me a way to do it, mm -hmm. I could have had a lot of autonomy. And I think that if anything I want nowadays that is positive for me and also for you all as a team, team is yeah. that you have autonomy to just decide on the way you do things yes. within the way we do things in the studio. Yes. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That yeah. it still speaks the language of the studio, it mm -hmm. still, um, you know, shares the values of the studio and aligns with the things we do here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I hope I'm answering your question better. No, yeah, absolutely. And I also like, it makes me uh, like think of a, uh, uh, like just to put some background on this, I actually like uh, like started in the studio like we said like in 2019, and um, I actually didn't have. I w of course, I was working like for some years as a graphic designer, but I didn't have like much experience on lettering or like uh, drawing letter shapes uh, in vectors, especially. And uh, actually, I have to say that maybe this like contributed a little bit to the fact that we aligned with each other pretty well in the work that we work and the way that we work with lettering. Um, because practically I learned here <laughs> everything that I, that I do like uh, about letters and so on like I, I have learned it here in the studio so it was kind of like learning from scratch I think that also like played a positive uh, impact on the way that we that we work together in like mm. either like client commissions or like the personal projects of the studio um, because like uh, the way that you mentored me through these like last three years to, like um, there was no other like input from any other um, studio or like experience that I had before uh, regarding to lettering, of course. Um, so I, yeah, I think that maybe like contributed in a, in a positive way in the way that we aligned with each other uh, with the work. Yeah. And I know that not everyone's, I can understand totally what you say. Mm -hmm. Like you, we were in the sense of like lettering when it comes to lettering and mm -hmm. like letter design, you were like a, blank canvas yeah. you know and you were not a blank canvas at the same time you know yeah. you were you had a lot of you had technical knowledge yeah. and you knew how to use a lot of the programs we use in the yeah, studio which mm -hmm. was of course like a plus mm -hmm. um but you were a white canvas in terms of like hey i'm i'm willing to learn this and yeah. i'm you know and i think i know that there's different approaches to building a team mm -hmm. you there's people who think like okay, you just hire the best people and uh, people who are um, uh, well not the best people, but mm -hmm. you, you hire experts and you hire, you hire 
people that is trained mm -hmm. and you bring them in your team. Whereas perhaps my approach is more like you hire people that are willing to be trained mm -hmm. and are willing to learn the way you do things. Yeah. And this is my approach. And I think that for everyone who came in the studio so far or has been working in the studio with me, I feel that I do a little bit of bossing around <laughs> and also like mentoring. Yeah. I feel that a lot of my work is about like showing them what their what their great spots are, what, mm -hmm. you know, what, what is like where they shine and yes. they're real, they have a talent for, yeah. but also kind of shaping a certain way of looking at things, yeah. you know, and I think that's my approach yeah, to yeah, yeah. building a team. And I feel that, you know, if, if I look at how the team works right now, it's like, I love it in terms of how, not only how we work, but also how we communicate with each other. For yeah. me, this is super important that we can also you know, that we can be kind to each other yeah. and that it feels a little bit like a family yeah. and we still do amazing work mm -hmm. and our students also love us and our clients love, like, I don't know, I think that, um, yeah, there's a little bit of culture, you yes. know, like, and I think my way of building that culture is to, 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 yeah, kind of train someone, whereas yes. there's other approaches that have to do like I hire just the best the best people the yeah, people yeah, yeah. Who, who knows already about the topic mm -hmm. I guess it's also like a smoother transition all in all like it's, maybe it's like a little bit slower in the beginning but it mm. goes like progressively like uh, getting better and better or more like aligned with the with the with the vision of, of you and the studio let's say yeah um, yeah I mean it makes me think of the first like months that I was working in the studio like uh, that I was like I will still learn like how to where to place the weights on the letters whatever mm. you know and nowadays when we uh, receive a client commission we already know exactly what to do what the the, the first steps are right like yeah uh, coming up with sketches and compositions and then we pick on one and keep on working on that and then like polishing it's like uh, like through these years we have like polished that uh, workflow process so much uh, and of course it was not like this in the beginning but it's like much much more like a progressive sort of uh, yeah uh, um, yeah improvement and I, I can... yeah and, and I think it also has to do with the with the with what you were saying like that this is a result of the way that you um, prefer to hire people like mm. to train them over time and maybe reach like uh, sacrificing this like slow start um, to get at the end of the journey sort of like a super aligned visions on mm. how to do things. Uh, instead of like hiring somebody who's like already trained, as you said, and uh, and kind of like struggle to to get that knowledge or that experience to align with with yours, right? Mm. Like it's uh, definitely two different processes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that I think that going back to what you said before about like the you know, the workflow and the systems, I think mm -hmm. that, you know, that's the key that mm -hmm. we have these systems and, and because we have those systems, we can work independently and still trust that we would do it the way it's right for us, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like, uh, so there is like, yeah, there's like a clear, I feel that there's like a clear briefing for everyone that works 
in the studio that is like a we we do things in a certain way that aligns with these values mm -hmm. that follows these systems and i think that if something yeah if something that i feel is my the perhaps the biggest work i have done so mm -hmm. far is that to create those systems that yeah. that makes us very free and autonomous yeah. you know and yeah. And it's an ongoing process. Like I, I <laughs> Always, create yeah. systems every single day. Every single day I sit down to work and it's it like, true, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, there's another system here that I haven't documented and I need to document this system. So next time we do it, everyone else had to do it. You know, like exactly. Yeah. I think that more and more I'm getting less um, how to how to say like I'm 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 having I'm getting less patient yeah. on um, on answering questions. It's yes. like whenever I have to, I need to answer a question is like, okay, if I need to answer a question it's because I, there's not no clear briefing. So I need to make a clear briefing or a clear system about this. And, yeah. and yeah, I mean, it's an ongoing work. Yes. Um, yeah, but this is interesting. I mean, I never thought of how that process has been and I'm super, I mean, I'm super happy that it has developed that way anyways. Yeah. Like I know that there's different ways of building a team and passing, you know, going back to the initial question, yeah. like passing from being a freelancer to working with other people mm -hmm. um, that has to do with letting go, yes. but also has to do with building the systems. Yes. Um, so let's move, let's move to the takeaways. Yeah. Uh, so we want to give you some takeaways of our conversation so you don't leave these conversations with just the idea that you were in a, in a chaotic conversation about a topic, but that you have some takeaways from that. So um, I think that something key, my first takeaway from this yeah. is that something key of making the transition between uh, working on your own mm -hmm. or by yourself and building a team has to do with first of course letting go yes which is easier said than done but letting go and making those first um tests and um kind of trials and see how letting go also enables you to do other things yes i think mm -hmm. it's very interesting to realize that mm -hmm. hey if i let go of this i can mm -hmm. do all these other things and um, yeah. yeah, in relation to that, you touched something before, like it was like, I think it's also key that we kind of like overpassed. Um, it was like spotting the, the strong spots, the strong, like the, yeah, the strengths on, on mm. the people that you hire, right? Mm. Like, because the things that you will let go, like, uh, hopefully will be the things that these people can do best, right? Mm. Like uh, you, you let go on the right things. Um, yeah. And that combined also with the systems that you were talking about, right? Like establishing a system to, to let the other person like be free and have their own their own input in the way that they, they do things but that is still in the frame of, of the of how the studio the, the, do do things right yeah. Um, yeah I think like if I had to put a takeaway to this it would be also like systems and uh, spotting the strengths on the people that you hire yeah so, I mean I think spotting the strengths is important in terms of like 
you 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 will want or i personally want people around me that are empowered and yeah. that are not feeling that they need to do everything i say but that are you know are really empowered to and they they have confidence in what they do yeah and i think that you know i you know as a mother i do the same actually <laughs> i i tell my children like hey uh I love this drawing you did and I love how you use colors there and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that the same way you have to be with people who work in your team and, and this way you will kind of raise more empowered individuals, Mm -hmm. which is, I think what you want as a, as a business owner Mm -hmm. and as a leader or boss or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yes, I think confidence is key. So, Mm. um, so, Takeaways, takeaways, takeaways <laughs> number, takeaway number one. So, um, as you move from being a freelancer to being a business owner or like building a team, you have to, um, let go, let go. But as you let go, create systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so create systems around how you like to do things and how the things should be done and what is the right way of doing things in your business. Mm-hmm. So systems is very important hmm. key takeaway number two <laughs> is i mean i was already thinking about systems as a, as, a, as a number two right but i guess it's also like complementary to the first one um or empower yeah. or like uh highlight the the best highlight the best uh strengths strengths mm-hmm. from your team yes um and what other thing? Um, I guess the other thing is that to to realize to realize that by letting go, you move forward. By letting go, that letting go can be really um, positive for you and your business, mm-hmm. um, which I think is like the biggest takeaway that I have, I have had in the past years, which mm-hmm. is like, Hey, we can still do amazing work and we can grow as a business and as a team and mm-hmm. we can impact a lot more people. Like yeah. if we were not, um, if, if it was just me doing the work, like all of the work that we have to yeah. do right now, it, it would just not be doable Possible, and yeah. we would not be able to, to have like the impact that we have, mm-hmm. um, in terms of client work, but also in terms of the amount of students we educate, the people we coach. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's I it. think that's it. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Um, if you have comments or questions about this topic, you can send us an email to podcast at martinaflor.com. Of course, you can watch and listen to all of this podcast. You can watch this podcast on YouTube. You just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can listen to all of these podcasts on your favorite podcast platform. So this is it for today. Yeah. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to it. And if you leave us a review, we will love you forever. (laughs) Bye-bye. Ciao. Thank you, Elias. (laughs) Thank you.